Welcome back to another episode of Hockey Talk, providing up-to-date news, stats, and scores from around the NHL. With playoff hockey returning August 1st, I've decided to go over my predictions for the first round or the qualifying round of the playoffs, which is a best-of-five series instead of a best-of-seven. How I will do this is I will go over each first-round series, starting in the east and then going to the west. I will give my opinion on who has the better offense, defense, and goaltending, and making a prediction on who will win the series. Starting in the East, we have the 9th-seeded Columbus Blue Jackets versus the 8th-seeded Toronto Maple Leafs. In this series, I gave the offensive advantage to Toronto. The reason for that being, Toronto has a great top six with Austin Matthews, Alex Nylander, John Tavares, and Mitch Marner. Outside of Gustav Nyquist and... Pierre-Luc Dubois and Cam Atkinson, the Columbus Blue Jackets really don't have any other solid pieces. Their bottom nine is very, very weak. So going to the defensive advantage, I definitely gave that to Columbus. Columbus has one of the best defenses in the NHL, in my opinion, with their top pairing being Seth Jones and Zach Wierenski and having a very solid other four defensemen on the team. The goaltending advantage, on the other hand, I think it's pretty even. Corpy Salo and Elvis Merzlikens for the Columbus Blue Jackets have been very solid. They've split games during the season, and if they do that throughout the playoffs, I think that they'll do really well, and their goaltending is definitely very solid. The Toronto Maple Leafs, on the other hand, have Frederick Anderson as their starter and Jack Campbell as their backup. Frederick Anderson definitely hasn't been as um, steady and his numbers haven't been as good as they have been in the past, but I definitely think that he is good enough right now to carry them to the victory over the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, as I just said, My pick to win the series is Toronto, but I do think that it will be a pretty close series, given that they're 8-9 and in the seeds in the Eastern Conference standings. Moving on to the next pairing, we have the 5th-seeded Pittsburgh Penguins versus the 12th-seeded Montreal Canadiens. The offensive advantage I gave to Pittsburgh being they have two of the best centers in the league in Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin on their two lines. They have great wingers in Brian Rust and Jake Gensel. Now that Jake Gensel is going to be healthy for the playoffs, that'll definitely help the Penguins a lot, given that he's very young and he's very good. So that's why I gave the offensive advantage to Pittsburgh in this series. The defensive advantage... I also gave to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has an older defensive core as well as an older offensive core, but they are still very, very good. With Chris Letang and other solid defensemen on that defensive core that they have there in Pittsburgh, I just think that it's going to be a lot better than the Montreal Canadiens. They don't have very much there. I mean, Victor Mete, but he doesn't produce much offense. 
He's a very good defensive defenseman, but he doesn't produce much offense. One of the reasons I have, well, here we go. So Pittsburgh is going to be my pick to win this series, and I don't think it's going to be very close. If the NHL didn't use this 2014 playoff format, I don't think Montreal wouldn't would have made the playoffs at all. So I think Montreal is at the end of their rebuilding phase, but I don't think they should have made the playoffs. If they didn't have this 2014 format, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. And in years to come, if the 2014 playoff format doesn't become a reoccurring playoff format in the NHL, I don't think for the next couple seasons the Canadians will win the, um, will not win anything, but they'll, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. The goaltending advantage I also gave the Pittsburgh. They have a very, very solid starter and a very solid backup. Their, their starter is Matt Murray and their backup's Tristan Jari. They also have some solid goaltenders in the AHL, but they can't use any of those because of how everything's going on and how the playoff format's going to work out. So my pick is obviously going to be Pittsburgh. I don't think it's going to be a very close series. Pittsburgh is obviously the fifth-seeded team in this Eastern Conference. So they are the best team in the qualifying round for the East. Moving on to the third series in the East, we have the seventh-seeded New York Islanders versus the tenth-seeded Florida Panthers. The offensive advantage here I gave to New York. New York... Their offense, their offense definitely isn't as solid compared to some of these other teams like Pittsburgh, like Toronto, but it's good enough to beat the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers have been struggling because they can't score goals and because they can't produce much offense. They do have some pieces there like Barkov and Dadnov and Hoffman, but they just can't seem to produce enough offense to win games. And this is another team that probably wouldn't have made the playoffs if not for this 2014 playoff format. So that's why I gave the offensive advantage to New York. The defensive advantage, I think, is a draw here. Neither, neither of the defensive cores on either side, Florida or New York, is very solid. If I had to choose one or the other... It'd probably be Florida because they just have younger defensemen that just haven't proved themselves, I guess, to show that they're capable of their defensive. In Florida, for a long time, we've known that Florida's defensive core hasn't been very strong, and it's been one of the reasons why they... um, they haven't made the playoffs. The goaltending advantage here I gave to New York. New York has a much better backup in Thomas Grice, their starter being Semyon Varlamov, who was very solid last year and is very solid this year for New York. And they have a veteran backup who's who's decent enough for a backup that that he can come in and close out a game if Varlamov isn't doing too hot. I going into this season it looked like Florida would have one of the better tandems in the NHL with 
their often their offseason signing in Sergei Bobrovsky. He was very solid last year in the playoffs, and he was very solid last offseason with the Columbus Blue Jackets, and they were one of the reasons why. He was one of the reasons why that Columbus made the playoffs last year. So, and he just signed an eight-year, $9 million a year deal with the Florida Panthers, and he was supposed to come in and be that solid goaltender until Spencer Knight who they just drafted, who is a very, very good young goaltender, is ready to become the starter in the NHL. But this year, it showed with an 899 save percentage and almost 3.0 goals against average, he didn't do well at all this year. He didn't do nearly as well as Florida hoped that he would to help them become a playoff team once again so for the Florida Panthers to have a chance in this series Bobrovsky has to play a lot better than he did in the se- during the season I don't know I don't I haven't looked at Bobrovsky much I don't know if his numbers tend to be better in the playoffs but I know for a fact that his numbers have never been this bad in the regular season so it's going to be interesting to see how he plays and if he doesn't play well, they don't have a very good backup. He's their backup is just someone, just some random guy out of the AHL who really doesn't have any experience in the NHL. They don't have a good backup like New York does. So if Bobrovsky doesn't play well, then I don't think that they can rely on their backup to come in and carry this team. So. My pick is obviously the Islanders to win this series. If Bobrovsky plays well, if their offense somehow heats up and starts scoring goals all of a sudden and can start putting up points, then it'll be a close series and Florida can might have a chance. But there are a lot of ifs there. So I just don't think it's really, uh, really a... Um, the probability that they'll have those things come through. I mean, with how bad Bobrovsky played, I just don't think he's going to play much better in the playoffs. He might play a little bit better, but I just don't think it, it might not be a very close series. And the last series I have in the East is the six-seeded Carolina Hurricanes versus the 11th-seeded New York Rangers. This series is going to be very, very interesting because... In my eyes, New York could potentially make a deep, deep playoff run. They have the offense, they have defense, and their goaltending is is very solid. They just aren't quite there yet. I think if they can make some trades over the offseason or get a couple free agent signings, they'll definitely become a playoff team once again. Signing Panarin in the offseason was really big. Um, Zabanajad had a very big season. He had a very good offensive season. He put up a lot of goals, and Panarin was just very, very solid. So, on the offensive advantage, I did give it a draw because New York does have a very solid offense, but so does Carolina. If I had to give an advantage to one or the other, 
I'd probably say New York, just because their top six, to me, in my eyes, is better. Carolina does have very good talent on that team. They do have a lot of rookies, a lot of good young players, like Sebastian Ajo, like Tevu Teravainen, like Andrei Svechnikov, on that top six that is very solid and why they had another very good year. On the defense, New York's defense is very solid. Um, signing Truba. Truba didn't play as well as he did with Winnipeg, but he still did okay. His offensive numbers weren't great, but he still did okay. And with Tony D'Angelo having a big year, they do have a decent defense, but Carolina's defense, in my eyes, is just the best defense in the league. This, um, this uh, trade deadline, they made some giant moves to acquire tons of defense. I mean, they got Brady Shea. They have, they just, I, I can't even think of their names right now, but I know that their defense is, is stacked. They, have a, they made a lot of moves this offseason, and they got a lot of players to strengthen up that defense, which was already definitely already solid. So the offense, the defense advantage, I mean, is definitely Carolina. But New York doesn't have a bad defense either. The goaltending advantage I gave to New York, they have that veteran in Lundqvist. They have the rookie Georgiev, who was pretty solid. Um, Carolina's goaltending isn't bad, but to me, I just think that New York has a much better offense. Lundqvist has always been very good. Um, their backup, Georgiev, is very solid. And that's why I gave the goaltending advantage to New York. Now, Carolina is the sixth-seeded team in the East, and the Rangers are the 11th. So they're second-to-last. The Rangers are second-to-last in the East. I do think that they are going to have a deep playoff run. It's This series is definitely going to be one of the closest series in the qualifying round. My pick is going to be New York. I think New York's offense is definitely solid enough. Their defense is solid enough and their goaltending is solid enough. They just, for some reason, they just didn't have a great um, regular season, but I think that they can make they can make a deep playoff run. I'm not sure, but I don't think I think they were competing in the regular season when the season ended. They were competing for a wild card spot. So if they finished out the season strong, they could have made the playoffs in a wild card spot, but they might not have made the playoffs. I still give my pick to New York, but it's definitely going to be a very very close series. Now moving on to the West. Before we move on to the Western first round series, let's take a quick ad break. Now, let's talk about Anchor for a second. It's probably the easiest way to make a podcast. One of the biggest reasons being it's completely free. Anchor has built-in tools to let you record and edit a podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you 
so people can listen to your podcast on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Best of all, you can even make money from your podcast with recorded ads that you can choose to put in your podcast episodes, just like this one you're listening to right now. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to the podcast. Alright, moving on to the West. In the West, I have the 8th seeded Calgary Flames and the 9th seeded Winnipeg Jets. This is going to be another very close series. The offensive advantage I gave to Winnipeg. Calgary has a good offense. But Winnipeg's is just a lot, not a lot better, but it definitely, it definitely is better. They, their offense didn't do or live up to expectations as much as they could. Line A hasn't had some good seasons. Line A was supposed to be that dynamic goal scorer for them, but he just hasn't, he just hasn't done much. So Line A really needs to come to life in this playoff series or in these playoffs. Um, Shifley's good. Wheeler's good. They have some They have some players there. If Line A doesn't perform, those players step up. They can definitely still have some good offensive production in the series. So the defensive advantage I gave to Calgary. Calgary's defense is, it's older, but it's definitely, it's definitely better. They have TJ Brody. They have Travis Hamanick. They have Mark Giordano, obviously, who had a giant Norris Trophy year last year. So, and after giving away Truba, they don't, Winnipeg doesn't have that much on the defensive end. They definitely need to bulk up their defense this offseason or make some trades or something, but their defense just isn't really there. The goaltending advantage I gave to Winnipeg, Hellebuck was absolutely amazing this season. Hellebuck had a great season. Um, he's a Vesna Trophy candidate, and he's uh, he played really solid this season. So if he keeps that up in the playoffs, I definitely could, could see good things to come for Winnipeg. I did give my pick to Winnipeg to win this series, but I think it'll be a close series. I definitely think it'll be a very close series. Moving on to the second series in the West, we have the fifth-seeded Edmonton Oilers and the twelfth-seeded Chicago Blackhawks. This isn't going to be a very close series, I don't think. Chicago is definitely not playoff ready again. Their offensive is their offense is getting older. Taves has slowed down, and playing against—I mean, Kane is still good, but playing against. Um, Playing against an offense that has Dreisaitl, has McDavid, two of the best players in the world on it, I just I just don't think they can compete with that. My offensive advantage is definitely for Edmonton. Um, like I just said, having two of the best players in the world, Dreisaitl and McDavid, playing against you, just not something that you want to play against, especially since Chicago's defense isn't great. I mean, they have Seabrook, they have Keith, they have... Um, uh, I forget I forget that guy's name, but they have oh Gustafson. They have their defense isn't bad, but I don't think it's gonna be enough to stop to stop McDavid and Drysaddle. 
on that note, the defensive advantage I also gave to Edmonton, they have Adam Larson, Darnell Nurse. Their defense is definitely more solid. They have a younger defensive core than Chicago. Chicago's defensive core is good, and it was very good five, five six years ago, but n- not as much anymore. It's still solid, but like I said, probably not solid enough to stop Drysaddle and McDavid. Goaltending advantage, I gave, I, I put as a draw. Crawford isn't as good as anymore, but he's still pretty solid. Chicago's backup isn't as good, especially after trading away Robin Lanner. But other than that, I mean, Edmonton's goaltending tandem, tandem with Koskinen and Smith isn't isn't that good. I mean, neither are very solid. I definitely think Crawford, if Crawford can play well, I mean, their goal, Chicago's goaltending will be good, but I don't think, I just don't think Chicago really has a chance in this series. So my pick is Edmonton to win this series. And again, I don't think it'll be a very close series. Moving on to the third series in the West, we have the seven-seeded Vancouver Canucks versus the ten-seeded Minnesota Wild, another team that probably wouldn't have made the playoffs if not for this 24-team playoff format. I don't think Minnesota has the offense in that matter to be a playoff team. The offense isn't that good. They're they can't. They're not going to score many goals. The offensive advantage I gave to Vancouver. JT Miller had a giant season. Elias Pettersson and Brock Besser are as solid as ever. And Vancouver definitely has a bright future there. Uh, like I said, Minnesota's offense really isn't spectacular. So I, that's why I gave the offensive advantage to Vancouver. The defensive advantage, though, probably I'd have to say Minnesota. Uh, Jonas Brodeen, Jared Spurgeon. They just have they just have solid solid defense. I mean, yeah, their team's not very good, but their defense is is pretty is decent. So I gave the defense advantage to Minnesota. The goaltending advantage, though, I definitely gave to Vancouver. Jacob Markstrom is has been played very well in the past couple seasons, and Thatcher Demko as the backup, is a very good backup and soon to be very good starter in my eyes. So I gave the goaltending advantage to Vancouver. Um, my pick to win the series is Vancouver. And I don't know, it might be a close series depending on how uh, Minnesota plays. If they play a lot better than they did in the regular season, then it, prob- then it could be a close series. But I don't see, I don't see Minnesota winning. So, the last series I have in the West is the 6-seeded Nashville Predators and the 11th-seeded Arizona Coyotes. The offense of advantage I gave to Nashville. Nashville, the past couple years, has made the playoffs. They've had deep playoff runs, and they've just been very solid all around. Their offense is obviously very good. They have a good enough offense to make it far in the playoffs for another year. Arizona's offense isn't bad, but in my eyes, I don't think Arizona would have made the playoffs 
if not for this 24-team format. The defensive advantage I also gave to Nashville. Nashville just has a solid all-around team. Their top defensive pairing in Roman Yossi and Ryan Ellis is very solid. And um, it is one of the better defensive advantage defensive cores in the NHL, in my opinion. So that's why I gave the defensive advantage to Nashville. The goaltending advantage, though, I did give to Arizona. They have another tandem with Darcy Kemper and Antti Ranta. They've split games this season, and they both played very, very well. Um, if they do that again in the playoffs, and if their goaltending is just solid again through the playoffs, they'll definitely um, have a chance. My pick to win the series is Nashville, but it will be a very, very close series, and I could see the series going either way because the offense is very close, the defense is very close, and the goaltending, in my eyes, is better on Arizona or yeah Arizona's side so I could see this series going either way and on that note those are the first round or qualifying round series of this playoffs um once the round robin seedings go and we find out what the second round matchups are I will um make my predictions for later rounds and on that note thanks for listening um and yeah thanks bye